The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Wendy Nola, our Consumer Ninja this evening. Give me the context in which you suggest, Wendy, you have the temerity to suggest that companies (laughs) overestimate our financial literacy. Okay. Well, the context is that in the past week, I got two among the hundreds, two emails from consumers stood out for me in that um, I almost didn't take them up because the issue, well, especially the first one, the, the issue was so obvious. She so obviously didn't have a claim on her insurance. And then I thought, you know, she can't be the only one who had this wrong assumption because I know from doing this work for a very long time that especially in, 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 in the finance world that the corporates do are prone to badly overestimating the financial literacy of the average consumer. So the first case study I want to go through quickly, Bruce. Um, I'll call her Lena. She wrote to me for help. She believed that Discovery Insure was unfairly failing to process her credit shortfall claim, right? So she had a 2017, has a 2017 C200 Mercedes-Benz. So a woman of means uh, and she... Um, moved over from another insurer to Discovery Insure on the 1st of June of this year and through a broker. And she opted uh, for um, to pay a little extra, uh, 21 rand odd extra a month on top of her premium of around 800 um, for credit shortfall. Okay, The product was called credit shortfall. And you and I and many others might know that that means that if your car is should be written off, um, and what you, what, the difference, you know, after you you paid out your car's insured insured value minus excess or whatever, you still owe your bank um, a lot more. There is that cover, um, and there's a term and condition that says to the value of the credit shortfall benefit. So it might not, you know, completely wipe out your debt, but it'll go a long way, right? Okay. Um, so. <laughs> About three and a half months after Lena switched to Discovery Insure, uh, by which time she'd paid less than 100 rand in credit shortfall premium, she told her broker that she wanted to claim from the policy because she wanted to sell her Merc and uh, finance a new one. But she, there was a shortfall of 127 and a half thousand rand. Um, compared to the 100 rand premium she'd paid, right? Um, which I don't imagine any insurer would take on such a risk. But to, in her mind, that's what credit shortfall meant. And you and I might be judgy and uh, say, well, I, don't know. I mean, there has I, to be an I, insured I, event. I don't, I, I, again, we, you're very familiar and far more familiar than most with the jargon and technicalities of insurance. Exactly. Than humans are. Um, ordinary humans are, sorry. <laughs> the rest of us, Max, because you are used yeah, to dealing I mean, with the minutiae of the detail. And I'm, you know, I get very uppity about interpretations of terms. Obviously, you should have known that it meant this. Well, how are you supposed to should have no, known? Exactly. That? So that that was the question that I asked Discovery Insure. And um, it was a long answer. There were, there were several interactions uh, this year before during and after the policy was taken out in the middle of the year. And um, they said in a sales call on the 5th of May, Lena asked a whole lot of questions about um, parts, various parts of the cover. And none of them involved uh, or pertained to credit shortfall. The, credit, the, the policy was activated and they sent you an email with um, 
a breakdown of her benefits. And it just said, I've, I've, that's the document I've seen. It just says credit shortfall. It doesn't explain what it mm. is. Um, I'm guessing there's an assumption around, well, we all know what this means. But and she, this is an interesting part, as well as the web link where the balance of the policy document documentation could be accessed, okay, and the benefit guide. So she says she didn't get it, but she didn't click on the, click on the link. So I think there, for starters, there's room for a little bit of improvement and that the, it should be all the important bits should be, and the bits where people could maybe misinterpret should be, in, in, you shouldn't require a, a clicking on the wig blank for a start. I, I, I'm opinion. of a particular generation, Wendy, that when I'm sent a web link, I find a way to print it. Because there's a f- fundamentally different experience in reading online versus One. reading in print. I, you know, every time I scratch, I scratch my pen on my screen or try and highlight a word on my screen because I want to come back to it later, it never really works. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, no, I agree with you. And I'm not too sure that this highlight, is print out and highlight. Yeah, I don't think it's all that fair to customers to expect them. Frankly, um, to be adapting at this pace when it is complex and often intimidating stuff that they're having to deal with. Yeah. So, so that's so it was. She didn't see it. Um, there, uh, Discovery says it's in the plan guide. This description of what credit shortfall means. In Lena's mind, there was there was shortfall insurance and then credit shortfall. And because Discovery called it credit shortfall, she thought it meant. If she if she decided to trade in her car and there was a shortfall uh, then uh, between what she got for the car and what she still at the bank that that would be covered that was in her mind she drew a distinction so anyway I, I then asked some related questions around uh, this credit shortfall product of discoveries fourteen point seven percent of vehicles have credit shortfall cover with Discovery Insure, which I would have thought it would be bigger, uh, 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 much bigger percentage. Um, in the last three years, they've had 513 claims, only three of which were rejected um, for various reasons. Um, claim rate uh, tied to the total loss rate ranges between 0.3% and 0.8%. So not a lot of claims around that. I, and I said, do you have any other records, records of anyone else making a similar this assumption and they said no but I'm guessing a lot of people would have brought it up with the broker and the broker said no actually it's not that's not how it works you have to have an accident your cost were written off so they probably yeah. th- you know their statistics are not captured and then the second one Bruce um, in the remaining time we have was Crystal you emailed me this week I think it was just yesterday or late late the night before I kept wondering why my outstanding Edgar's balance kept growing she said when I last purchased on the account in January of 22. So she's not been buying most of this year. She says, yeah, I was trying to pay my account off only to have, uh, and only have my policies to pay, various uh, insurance policies and credit life, right? Um, every month. But when I looked at my October 2021 20, statements to date, I see Edgar's is charging me interest on my outstanding balance, uh, um, which includes my funeral policies and my account protection plan. I'd like to know, can they do this? Um, and um, yeah, I am desperately trying to pay off my debt at this difficult time, but I'm just not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So I took a look at her statements and I could immediately see that her premiums totaled 404 rand and her fluctuating, she'd been paying every month, not always the same amount, but nowhere near 400 rand. I think 300 rand was probably the, the highest. Um, so her payment's not covering her actual premiums, let alone the interest that's now accruing. So every month, her balance owing 
between two and three thousand rand, I think, um, was growing. And so, you know, I looked at it and I said, I was hoping I wasn't going to patronize her or, you know, it should take offense. But I said, um, well, if you pay a minimum of 450 rand, you'll pay your premiums and you'll pay the interest and a little bit more. And then that balance will start coming down. And she got back to me to say, oh, wow, thank you so much for your prompt <laughs> response. Um, I will definitely pay at least 450 rand, smiley face, cross fingers. And I mean, just like that. So I asked um, RCS's um, uh, CEO, Reagan Adams, I said, why not put a line on the statements of account holders whose balances are increasing every month despite them making payments every month? And just say something like, to reduce your outstanding balance, you need to pay at least whatever yeah. amount it was. In Crystal's case, 450 Rand. I said, you may be scoffing at my naivety at this point, given that customers such as Crystal are very profitable in terms of ongoing interest payments. But on the other hand, the crystals of the world will most likely only start spending on their accounts once they've got the debt under control. Would there ever be a case, I said, for, um, in, in, the, in such cases, for RCS to to put such a statement yeah. on the a line on the statement? And um, I've just received a response from Reagan who says, gratifyingly, I think your suggestion for an amendment to the statement is a good idea and one that we will most definitely consider. Oh, I would prefer the word implement, but I'll take consider. We want to do our best in educating customers and help them manage their debt more effectively. Whilst it may even adversely affect us financially, for me, it's much more important to have a customer in good standing uh, that our values that values our advice to their benefit. I believe this stands to benefit us much it? more. Yeah, and I think it's a, such a simple it thing. And it thought, is. It is lovely, yeah. but it's 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 that sort of and, thing that often the bleeding obvious does need to be pointed out, Wendy. So well done on that front. Oh, I, I feel so good about that. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I mean, it's, <laughs> they're big. They don't just Edgars. They do a lot of um, a lot of retailers use them sure. as their credit arm. So it's it's big. It is most certainly. Wendy Nola does big things every week. Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja. Wendy, have a, have a lovely break. I hope you get a break. Have a good break. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you in the new year. Wendy Nola keeps a beady eye on the behavior of uh, mostly large corporates when it comes to customer service um, and understands the customer service environment so well um, and really does spot bulldust when she sees it and she calls it on a regular basis and people nip themselves. They hear, get a message. Wendy Nola wants you to phone them back. Ah, um, I don't know. It's being told like Nkosasana is going to vote in Parliament or something along those lines. Um, it's that scary. And so, uh, yes, Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja this evening, solving problems every day for people. I just hope you appreciate what she does because she works very hard.